Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. I want to talk to you today about joy at Christmas, keeping Christ the treasure in your hearts at Christmas. God wants us to celebrate His Son. Is your heart hurting over a prayer not answered today? Do you have a loved one who doesn't follow Christ and you've been praying for him and you've been believing, but you just don't see anything happening? Are you experiencing a health issue? Do you have a financial crisis in your life? Maybe you've been passed over by a promotion or you feel like you need more money and you're wanting to know how God's going to work that out. Have you lost a loved one? and miss them dearly at Christmas. I know how that feels. I've had several of my family, including my father, my brother, who I love so much, and uh, my grandpa and my grandma, different people. And I know it's tough, but God wants us to keep joy at Christmas by keeping our eyes focused on Him. In today's lesson, Joy at Christmas, you'll want to stay with me today because this is an exciting lesson of understanding that keeping the treasure of Christ in our hearts at Christmas is truly the pathway to joy in our hearts and in our minds. Joy comes from the Lord, and He wants every Christian to focus on Him to obtain the joy of Christmas. I want to first start out today by reading a little psalm 30, which uh, the Psalm of David, and it says, I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought me up, my soul from Shalo. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O ye, his saints, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for a night, but joy comes with the morning. So many times in my own life I had parents and grandparents that when I had a disappointment in my life, they would always tell me, well, there'll be tears for tonight, but tomorrow you'll be a lot happier. And I found myself really praying over that, and the next morning, God brought me joy, and that's what he'll do for you. Our main scripture is out of Luke 2 today, and I, I hope you have your Bibles, but if you don't have your Bible, don't worry about it. I'm going to read right now uh, Luke 2, verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. 
She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. I want you to get this glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. Uh, it probably was like a bright light, uh, just the beautiful light that you would believe an angel would have coming from God. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. I want you to look at that and circle that in your Bible, and I'm going to say it one more time. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. What amazing scripture this is. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at this that the shepherds were saying about this baby. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them, in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Amen and amen. I'm so excited. I'm excited because so many people have joy. When someone meets the Lord for the first time because the Spirit of God comes to them and they realize they need a Savior, and they accept Christ through faith as their Savior and Lord, the Messiah, the great Messiah, then they have been forgiven of their sins when they repent and ask forgiveness. God invades their life, and when they turn to God and say, God, I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior, and they take that step in faith, joy comes into their life immediately. Joy, the joy of the Lord comes when they've been forgiven of their sins, they get eternal life, and they are a new creature in Christ. The Bible says they're a new creature in Christ when they accept Christ as their Savior. And I hope this is where you're at today. See, God sent his Son into the world to save us from our sin and to save us from heartache and anxiety and worry and doubt and fear and all those things. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's what Second Timothy says. And so that's what I'm talking to you today. Don't keep looking at all the things that are hurting you and the things of unanswered prayer and the loss that you've had. And believe me, I understand what it is to lose somebody. I understand what it is to lose your job and lose your career and all kinds of things can happen to you. But I also know we serve a great living God who will be with you as you walk with him, as you talk with him, he's going to be with you. Don't let anyone try to take that away from you by negative words. The second point I want to tell you is the angels bring good news of great 
joy. And that is in Luke 2, 7 through 12. Uh, the angels announced, I'm bringing you good news of great joy to all the people. So the joy I'm talking about today is not bought in stores. It's not in your career. It's not in uh, what you have or what you don't have. But if you have the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have a living well running through you of joy, more joy and more joy, because he's showering you every day with his love and his joy. You know, it's really interesting how they came to the shepherds. The shepherds really had very little. Remember, they would live in a tent. They didn't have all these wonderful things we have today, like cell phones and all the wonderful things we have, microwaves, and, and uh, you know, we've got messages and all the things that we can do through texting and everything, all the conveniences of driving a car. They had to walk everywhere. They had very few clothes. They didn't have heat like we have it today. They didn't have a hot shower. They didn't have Social Security. They didn't have a great country, in a sense, like we have. And uh, they, they really didn't have uh, much support at all out there if they got sick because there were no hospitals. So they just didn't have much to look forward to. But when they saw the Lord and those angels coming to them, and they realized that God sees me as important, they were the lowest in that system back then. In other words, there were the kings and the royal people, and then there were shepherds, and really shepherds were looked down upon a lot. But the angels went to the shepherds who were tending the sheep, kind of the lowest people, and he raised them up and he said, God loves you, and he wants to show you something amazing that is great news for all the people. It will bring great joy. They were looking for a Messiah. They were looking for a way out. They were looking for someone to help them. And God sent his only son. So if you look in uh, Luke 2, and I'll look back at this and just come back to the scriptures because God is really leading me to get back into the scripture for you, is this, the next thing I want to tell you is the heavenly hosts were praising God because, see, they had been in the presence of God. They were made for God, and they had nothing but joy and unbelievable praise for God, and they came down. I want to ask you a question. Are you placing your joy in things, money, relationships, situations, a person? Are you unhappy because somebody's made you upset or a deal didn't come down like you thought it should? Take all those problems before the Lord Jesus Christ Pray to him today and ask him to help you to really work on your attitude and get it right. Focus on the love of Christ, how wonderful he made you, how great he thinks you are, and understand that he wants to work with you to make your life become an abundant life through him. True joy only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't come through anything else. Remember, I want to read this to you. When the angels came, they said, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. His is Jesus Christ, Christ's favor. And that's why you should have joy. If you're a Christian, if you've accepted him as Lord and Savior, then what you should realize is his favor is resting on you. But you know, you have to, you have to accept that. You have to accept his favor. You have to accept his peace in your life. And, you know, I've learned over the years that the way to do that is to stay in your Bible, to read the Scripture. Isn't the Scripture today exciting you? 
over the fact that you're just kind of leaving the world behind. And for this very short time here with me, we're talking about the things of the Lord and they're rejoicing even in your heart right now. So I'm showing you the way. Who was joyful in the story? Who was saying rejoice in the Lord? Who was rejoicing? Well, Mary rejoiced. And in Luke 1, uh, before Luke 2, she says, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. That's what she said when the Lord came to her and told her she was going to have his baby. She said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. You can rejoice today and have joy because if you've been saved, you are written in the book of life. You have a heavenly home prepared for you. And in between being saved and going home, you can have the abundant life that Christ has promised all of us if we would follow his commandments and walk with him. Remember the wise men that came to see the baby. Actually, that's in Matthew 2. I love this little line here. It's Matthew 2, 10 and 11. You can look it up sometime. And it's very exciting. So you want to look up Matthew 2. When the wise men saw the star over the manger, they were overjoyed. They were full of joy. And why was that? Because they were focusing on the Lord and not on their whole year travel. They traveled almost a year, scholars said, to get to find the child. But when they saw the star over the manger, they were so overjoyed. And I want to ask you again, where are you placing your focus on your life right now? Listen to me, if you'll just focus in on God, if you'll just focus on the things of the Lord, if you'll read your Bible, if you'll pray at least 20 minutes a day, pray to God. Talk to him in your car. Talk to him uh, when you're going to work. Kneel down by your bed. Uh, talk to him in the shower. Praise his holy name. And joy will fill your heart. Read the scriptures like we're doing right today. And you will have joy. Let me read that to you again. And I want to ask you a question. When I read this verse to you, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Doesn't that jump your heart today? And it does mine too. And I'll tell you another thing too. These were all witnesses of Christ. You know, you had the angels, you had Mary, you had Joseph, you had the wise men, you had the shepherds, and they all trusted God. They all had joy. Their circumstances weren't perfect. Their life wasn't perfect. But they had joy in the Lord because they saw the birth of the Messiah coming. What a miracle we have. So I'm just kind of begging you today, don't allow the devil to tempt you into placing your hurt before the joy of the Lord. I know that it hurts, but Christ is able, if you'll bring that hurt to him, he's able to help you through this time period until you can get over it. And if you'll set your eyes on him, he will make you joyful during Christmas this year. You don't have to be sad during Christmas. You can have the joy of the Lord. And I'm going to pray for you before I get off this, so hold tight with me. I want to say to you in number seven here, put Christ first and joy will come. Keep Christ the main thing in your life. The shepherds put Christ first. The wise men put Christ first. Mary and Joseph put Christ first. Many other people in the Bible, all the disciples put Christ first. As believers today, we should put Christ first. 
And I've told you before in some of my other lessons that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. We've talked about this, but I want to go over it again. If you go to him and say, I'm full of anxiety, I need your help, Lord, and get down on your knees and just ask him, Lord, please give me your peace. He promises in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. My peace I give unto you the Lord says. So he's given you his peace during Christmas. Be dedicated again to Bible study every day and just pull out, it can be one verse, one verse a day and just kind of memorize that scripture. And I just want to challenge you to be thankful at Christmas. Dwell on the blessings that you have and not the loss that you have. Dwell on the blessings. Someone in your family needs you this Christmas. I'm talking to somebody today. I'm talking to someone today that really needs to hear what I'm saying. Your sister, your brother, if you have anything against anybody or anything, anybody's harmed you or you have a a problem in your life, go to them and ask their forgiveness. It doesn't matter what the response is. Take that anxiety off of your shoulder. Jesus said, uh, the disciples asked him, how many times should we forgive people? And he said, seven times 70. Remember, when you're holding back forgiveness, you're just hurting your own life. You're just worrying about it. But when you forgive and forget and let it go, then Christ will heal your heart and you'll have joy. And my challenge for you today is to dwell on your blessings today. Count your blessings today as you walk around. Say, I am truly blessed. Say, I have favor of God. I have the peace of God. I have the joy of God. I am filled with the Lord Jesus Christ. And really, you have nothing to worry about. I want to pray for you right now. Thank you so much for joining me in this Encouraging Moment podcast. Here's my prayer for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, I love this person who I don't even know. I love them because of the love of Jesus Christ. And I ask you, Lord, to bless them, to give them joy, your joy that only you can give. Give them peace that only you can give. Give them favor that only you can give. Give them the peace of God that comes without understanding. Give them the strength of God that they can't even believe in their weakness, how strong they are now. Give them that joy at Christmas, Lord. Let them see the wonderment of Christmas. Let them be celebrating the birth of our great Savior and Messiah, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And that's my prayer for you. Thank you again for listening to Encouraging Moments. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.